This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 28 of Curry in the Pot. Ooh, last week was a crazy week in the NFL. Week one is in the books. I'm going to talk about the games I got right and the games I got wrong last week. Eagles fans mad at me. I'm going to talk about that one. Also, I'm going to talk about my week two predictions. And then I'm going to talk, you know, a little bit of other news after I talk about the NFL. So let's get right into it. So... We had a lot of injuries. Well, we had some injuries to some to some key guys last week. Allen Robinson is out for the season with a torn ACL. David Johnson is slated to miss two to three months with a wrist injury. And there's no guarantee that the Cardinals are going to even bring him back. If the Cardinals are out of playoff contention, which I assume they will be, in two to three months, there's no point in bringing back David Johnson because it's a lost cause, it's a lost season. So that's that's a big blow for them and also a really big blow for a lot of people's fantasy teams because he went number one in a lot of leagues. And if he didn't go number one, he went number two in most. So I'm going to talk about the games that got wrong and the games that got right last week. So first things first, the big shocker was the Chiefs and the Patriots. I was one of the people who picked the Patriots to win last week. I was kind of hard to bet against them you know especially how the team looked on paper and they were at home they were in Foxborough but the Chiefs they not they did not only beat the Patriots but they they put a whooping on the Patriots they put up 40 42 to 27 was the final score um I got a shout out my boy Sean he put me on to Kareem Hunt he told me Maybe a week before the season starts, said Kareem Hunt is the is the back of the present and the future for the Chiefs if he can stay healthy. And he ran wild. He ran wild all over the Patriots. He he fumbled his first carry, but after that, he just he just went rampant. You know, doing it. You know, rushing as well as receiving. You know, he had 17 carries for a buck 48 on the ground, and then receiving he had five receptions for 98 yards and two. And two touchdowns. He had a 78, 78 yard touchdown on a on a reception. You know, the guy played really good. Tyreek Hill, a guy I've been talking about since last year. Uh, what he's able to do, you know, receiving. You know, he's, he's that guy's fast, man. He's fast. I know y'all saw what he threw up the deuces to Stephon Gilmore. I know y'all saw that. And you know, that game was crazy. So moving right along, Eagles Redskins. I, I just started off bad. I, I wanted the Redskins to win. Maybe I, I, I made that, you know, prediction with my heart because I know I love the burning and gold. I've been loving that team for a long time. Sean Taylor is what really got me. Sean Taylor, Clint Porters, those guys. But the Eagles beat the Redskins. Um, What I think about that game was I think the Redskins just took way too long to get their offense going in. That's not a recipe for those guys to win. If they start bad, they have to play from behind. And it's not really, it doesn't really work out in their favor. Uh, They didn't get Jordan Reed going early. They just, the offense had no rhythm. And the team really had no life until the Ryan Kerrigan pick six. The team really had no life. And it shouldn't take for 
a team to get a pick six for their whole team to get going. It just shouldn't be that way. The offense should lead the way. And they should set the tone, which they failed to do. Um, Kirk Cousins was, you know, very less than impressive. I hope he bounced back in week two against the Rams. But Eagles fans, I apologize. I apologize. Eagles won, man. I apologize. Nothing I could say. I mean, it was a good game, though. But that that fumble, that fumble at the end where Kirk Cousins had his his hand in the throwing motion, that was complete BS. I, I'll say that. That was that was BS. Um, moving right along, the Jets and the Bills. I picked that game correctly. I got the Bills. Um, the Jets, like I said, like I never seen an NFL team that has nothing. They have nobody, no receivers, no quarterback. An old running back in Matt Forte, and they had Bilal Powell. And, I mean, they got, they got Leonard Williams on defense. I like I like him a lot. But the team really has nobody. And I picked the Bills to win. You know, I had to go with my boy Tyrod, and Shady McCoy had to go with them. Falcons-Bears, that game was really close. The Atlanta Falcons, you know, were able to pull it out. That game really came down to the last play. Literally came down to the last play. Uh, shout out to Tyreek Cohen from the Bears, who... Uh, went to A&T. He had a really good game. He had a really big game, man. The secret is out on him and what he can do. The little guy, he could definitely make some plays. But I was right. I picked the Falcons. And so moving right along, the Ravens and Bengals. I picked that game absolutely incorrectly. Andy Dalton and the Bengals, they laid an egg. Andy Dalton, he looked terrible. He looked awful. He had four interceptions. The Ravens defense looked really great, but they're only able to put up 20 points and I got through four picks. That concerns me, and I'm going to talk about their matchup in week two. Also, moving along, Steelers-Browns. That game was also close, 21-18. I feel like the Steelers play down to their competition sometimes. Like, they just they just don't play as really as good as they should. Antonio Brown, he had a remarkable day. He had 11 receptions for 182 yards. He he had 11 targets and 11 receptions. That's how you know you're doing something right. Business is booming. Shout out to AB. But the Steelers did get the job done. They won in a close game. Also, next game, Cardinals and Lions. I picked that game correctly. I had the Lions winning. Matthew Stafford, after throwing a pick early, he was able to bounce back. And they won 35-23. Also, like I said earlier, David Johnson went down in that game. Tough blow. Tough blow for the Cardinals. Doesn't look too good for them going forward. Jaguars-Texans, I was wrong on that one. The Jaguars had 10 sacks. It was just pressure after pressure for Tom Savage when he was in. And then they went to Deshaun Watson. It was the same thing. Pressure after pressure. Calais Campbell had a big day. Yannick Ngakwe, he had a big day. Dante Fowler Jr., he played great. The Jaguars' D-line was really on it. They had 10 sacks. I expect the Texans to bounce back in week two. I don't know. I don't know. They got the Bengals, both two pair of 0-1 teams, so I don't know. But I'm going to talk about that soon. Uh, the Buccaneers-Dolphins, that was postponed. Raiders-Titans, the return of Beast Mode, the return of Marshawn Lynch. It was good to see him back on the field. And the Raiders, they got the job done. I, Two really good teams. Two teams on the rise, especially the Titans. I think they got a lot of tremendous potential. But the Raiders were able to win that one. Rams-Colts had the Rams winning by default. 
because Andrew Luck is out, but I didn't expect them to put up 46. The Rams put up 46. Jared Goff looked great, but it's the Colts. It's, it's, it's the Colts. Packers, Seahawks. I remember I was going back and forth with myself about that game. Packers got it done at Lambeau. They won 17 and 9. That game was crazy. Panthers, 49ers. Carolina got it done. It was the debut of Christian McCaffrey, a guy I really wanted to see. Uh, the Panthers, you know, they look solid. They didn't look great, but they look solid. And they, they won 23-3. Giants, Cowboys. I know Cowboys fans want to give me hell, but I would have picked y'all if I knew Odell wasn't playing. He was questionable all the way up until Sunday's a game time decision. And he didn't play. I would have picked the Cowboys, but nevertheless, the Cowboys got it done. Uh, Zeke played great. 24 carries for a buck 04. He played great, but I don't think y'all gonna win me too. I'm gonna talk about that soon. Monday night football, we had a doubleheader. Viking Saints. Shout out to Stefan Diggs. He had two touchdowns. Uh, did you guys see his cleats? Paying homage to Randy Moss, who was inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor. He paid homage with those cleats and the touchdown celebration. Diggs had two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook also. Played really good. And it was also the return of Adrian Peterson. He was returning home to Minnesota. But he had six carries, 18 yards. And the last game of the week was the Broncos and Chargers. I picked the Broncos to win that game. So, overall, I got I got about five games wrong. It was 15 games. I got, I got 10 right. So, you know, give me credit, man. I got two-thirds of the games right, 66%. Not bad. So, moving right along, let's see how I do in week two. So, here's my projections and my predictions. Here we go. Okay, we got the Bengals and Texans. The Bengals are at home. I got the Bengals. I think they will bounce back. I think A.J. Green will have a good game. Also, this committee backfield that the Bengals got with Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard, and the rookie Joe Mixon. I think they'll get it done. Texans, you guys need to establish identity and who are you guys going to have, you know, going forward at QB? Hopefully it's Deshaun Watson. Hopefully he's the answer eventually. Um, Second game, Panthers-Bills. I got the Panthers. Just the Panthers is the better team. I think the Panthers will win. Buccaneers-Bears. The Bucks still haven't played a game yet. I expect Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson to have big days. I expect the defense to play well for the Bucks too, so I'm rolling with the Bucks. Steelers and Vikings. I think this is going to be a really good game, considering how the Vikings played last week. I know they played the Saints. They played the Aints, but I think it's going to be a good game. Vikings have a really good defense. I want to see, you know, how Le'Veon Bell gets going. He didn't really have a big day last week. I know a lot of fantasy owners were upset, and I want to see if Martavis Bryant could get something going, but I'm rolling with the Steelers in that one. Next game, Colts Cardinals. Going with the Cardinals, guys. I know they don't got David Johnson, but it's the Colts. It's the Colts. I just said that. It's the Colts. Saints, Patriots. Listen, Sam Bradford looked like Tom Brady against the Saints last week. So, what do you think Tom Brady is going to look like against the Saints? Also, Brandon Cooks is returning home to play his old team. I'm rolling with the Pats. I think they're going to win big. Um,. Ravens-Browns. This is going to be an intriguing game. You know, two division rivals. But I'm rolling with the Browns. I think the Browns can win. 
Um, they played a close game with the Steelers last week, but I got the Browns and the Ravens don't score enough points. I think the Browns can can win this one. Chiefs Eagles. I think that's gonna be a really, really, really good game. The game is at Arrowhead, and Eagles fans, y'all gonna hate me, but I'm picking against y'all this week. I hope I'm right this time. Just just for the sake of being right. I mean, I don't really got nothing against y'all, but just for the sake of being right. If I picked the Eagles, I would have been picking against the Chiefs two weeks in a row. So, I don't really know too many Chiefs fans, but how they, they would feel some type of way too. But I'm all with the Chiefs because they're at Arrowhead. Tyreek Hill will play. I know he limped off the field last week. He will play. Who, who's going to who's gonna check him? It won't be Jalen Mills. Ronald Darby is out for a length of time. Kareem Hunt, I think he will. I, I don't think he'll have a big, big day like he had against the Patriots, but He'll still have a good game. So I'm rolling with the Chiefs. Jags, Titans. I'm going with the Titans on the road. They, they, they look to bounce back against the Raiders. And it's against a division team, so it's going to be a good game. Titans, Jags. I'm going with the Titans. Raiders, Jets. The Jets have nobody, like I said. They have nobody. Nobody. But I'm going with the Raiders. I'm going with the Raiders. The Raiders are at home gonna be Marshawn Lynch's get first game in Oakland as a Raider. Beast mode. So there you have it. I got the Raiders winning that one. Chargers Dolphins. The Dolphins did not play last week. They are on the road, but I got the Dolphins winning that one. Just because. Broncos Cowboys. Oh man. Before I started recording, I was I was really going back and forth with myself about who's gonna win this game. But I got the Broncos. I got the Broncos. Broncos have an excellent defense. Have an excellent, excellent pair of corners. They have the premier pass rusher in the league, Mr. Von Miller. And I, I think Ezekiel Elliott still have a good game, but good luck, Des Brian. Good luck. You only have two catches for 43 yards last week. I don't think you're going to really do too much better, if better at all, against a keep to lead man, Chris Harris Jr. So I'm rolling with the Broncos. I think it's going to be a close game. The Broncos are also playing at home in the Mile House City. So I'm going with the Broncos. Seahawks 49ers. I'm rolling with Seattle. Seattle is at home. 12th man. Rams Redskins. I think the Rams could beat this team. Let's not forget the Rams new head coach, Sean McVay, was the former offensive coordinator for the Washington Redskins. He knows, you know, he knows Kirk Cousins better than anyone else. But I'm picking the Redskins. I think the Rams can win, though. Aaron Donald, he should play this week. They are at home. I think it's going to be interesting, you know, Todd Gurley, how will he play? But Jared Goff is the reason why I'm, I'm choosing the Redskins. I just don't trust Jared Goff right now at this stage. Um, Sunday Night Football, Falcons-Packers, a rematch of the NFC Championship. I'm rolling with the Falcons at home. Uh, that beautiful, beautiful new stadium that they just opened. I'm going with the Falcons. And they, they really put a whooping on the Packers last in the NFC Championship. And the Packers are probably looking for revenge. Oh, yeah. The Packers going to be looking for revenge. And Monday Night Football, we got the Giants and the Lions at MetLife. I think the Giants will win. I think Odell Beckham will return. 
it's hard to pick against that defense. The Giants really put up a fight last week. They lost 19-3, but they really lost 16-3 because Dan Baylor kicked a field goal with about a minute 55 left. The Giants defense is legit. And I got the Giants winning that one. I think it's going to be a good game. Though. But those are my predictions for week two. So let's see if I get more than 10 games right this time this week. But I wanted to move really quick to the NBA. And y'all knew this was coming. But yesterday, the Los Angeles Lakers announced that they would retire both Kobe Bryant's number 8 and number 24 jerseys at their game against the Warriors December 18th. That is a home game against the Warriors. And they would retire both his number 8 and his number 24 jersey. And I think, you know, you have to. You have to if you if you separate you know his career with number eight and his career with 24 you know the accolades are almost identical and I don't even know which who I would rather take would I take number eight or number 24 I mean I grew up watching number eight so maybe number eight but I don't know but I think it's just a you know a great act and the Lakers you know they have to you have to retire both eight and 24 can't just retire one and real quick, I want to read this quote from Kobe himself. He's in China right now, but I want to read this quote from Kobe himself. He said, as a kid growing up in Italy, I always dreamed of my jersey hanging in the Lakers rafters, but I certainly never imagined two of them. And Kobe Bryant, you know, you're an amazing player, man. NBA misses you. There'll never be another Kobe. And real quick. Before I go, last last thing, before I go, uh, Triple G and Canelo Alvarez fight this weekend. That fight is in Vegas. And I just wanted to give my quick prediction. And I'm going with Canelo Alvarez. Um, he's younger. He's eight years younger. Um, this is no knock on Triple G, but Canelo Alvarez, we've seen what he could do in the ring with guys that are likes of Floyd Mayweather. He gave, you know, Floyd Mayweather, you know, you know some good bumpers, as, you know, as you know, we would say. He gave him a good fight. And, you know, Canelo's just a beast, man. Um, I'm going with Canelo. I like Triple G. You know, he has some knockout power. I just want to see a really good fight. But I'm going Canelo. I think Triple G can't win, but I'm going Canelo. I think it's going to be a really good fight. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I told y'all, you know, once the NFL season thought I was going to be dropping episodes every week. So, you know, thanks for being patient. Thanks, all. thanks for the love and support. Um, I'm going to keep putting in this work. I'm going to keep dropping these episodes, man. I just want to thank everybody one last time. This is Mike Curry. Episode number 28 is done.